Hello, hello, and welcome to this latest episode of Frazzled with me, your host, Kelly Swingler. It is so lovely to be back with you again. Today, I want to talk about personal values versus organisation values. Personal values versus organisation values. I am uh, doing more of my own personal development at the moment. I'm involved in a 10-month programme. I've got three months left of another programme to to finish. Personal growth, personal development is hugely important to me. Um, Over the last kind of 10 years since I um, started my own business, since I left corporate, I've invested about, you know, over £300,000 in my own development, tens of thousands of hours lots of energy, lots of focus, all of that stuff. Personal growth and development is huge to me. But today I've kind of had this epiphany moment, this mic drop, light bulb moment about values. And also had a bit of a kind of oh shit moment of this could be why you reached burnout, Kelly. Well, part of it, part of what kept me pushing, what kept me struggling, what kept me stressing, what kept me fighting harder before I reached my burnout 10 years ago. The number one cause of burnout is still toxic workplaces. And I reached burnout in a toxic workplace. I also, and again, if you've, if you've heard me speak about burnout before, you will know that I talk a lot about, you know, this, this kind of question like, who are you, right? Who is your, what, what, who are you? What's your personal identity? And the fact that I believe as we edge ever closer to burnout, we do so when we are starting to lose that sense of self. When we don't know who we are anymore and we disconnect from our true self, that disconnection, that gap that grows, and you'll know that my, my latest book is called Mind the Gap, It's the gap between who we are and who we are living at that burnout can fill. And my gap was widening the closer I got to burnout. My first burnout in 2013 made me seriously ill. My second burnout in 2015 nearly killed me. As a result of both of those periods of burnout, I now live with three lifelong and very serious health conditions, two physical, one mental. But I have had this moment today, just like, oh my God. And so I want to share this with you in the hope that it will leave you feeling less frazzled cause you to think about the organisation values, the values of the organisation that you work 
with or for, if it's your own organisation, then recognising that we need to create a divide. So today I want to talk to you about personal values versus organisation values and how if they are too closely connected, that could be causing you to feel frazzled. Like, what is she talking about? That's what I'm going to talk to you about today. If you are a regular listener, welcome back. It's lovely to have you all. You'll know I always appreciate your comments and your feedback and your emails and your messages. Keep them coming. Uh, I, I, I just love reading them all. I know many of you now are looking out for these episodes on Tuesday and listening to me in your ears as you head to work on a Tuesday morning. Uh, I know a couple of you uh, actually take me on your morning walk on a Tuesday morning before you start your work from home. I know some of you are listening to me in the car, so good morning. If you are new, welcome to the Frazzled family. It's wonderful for you to have you here, wonderful to have you here, wonderful for me to have you here, wonderful for all of us to have you here. This is Frazzled. Now, it is uncut and unedited. One of the reasons that a podcast, a new podcast was kind of getting me to the point of feeling frazzled was because I thought it needed to be perfect. I needed to be in a studio. I needed all of the latest tech. I needed, you know, a fabulous editor. I needed jingles and music and noise enhancements, sound enhancements, all of the fabulous stuff that goes with many a professional podcast. Some of these professional podcasts that have like multi-million pounds of a sponsorship Multi-million pound marketing budgets. Got none of that. But I recognised in order to be able to put this out into the world, I could make it easy. I didn't have to go back to my control freak perfectionist tendencies. How could I get this podcast out into the world easily and quickly? And I realised I didn't need any of that professional stuff. So this may not be the most professional sounding podcast in the world. There may be some background noise. As I'm recording this, if anyone knocks at the door and I don't catch them in time, it's highly possible that the dog will start barking in the background. I will do what I can to minimise the noise, but sometimes it happens. So if you do hear noises, you're not here for it to be professional. You're here to just listen. And if some of the background noises annoy you, maybe not the podcast for you. But we're going for easy. Good is good enough. And it's recognising that good is good enough that can stop us from feeling frazzled and allow us to feel more fabulous. This is what we're aiming for. How can we allow things to be easier? So let that be kind of lesson number one if you are a new listener. We are moving from frazzled to fabulous. Doesn't need to be perfect. I might stumble over my words sometimes. There might be background noises sometimes. It's okay. The world is not going to end. And if I can show up and do this every single week, you can do the one thing that does not need to be perfect. And once you've done one thing that doesn't need to be perfect, 
and you've realised that it allowed you to feel less frazzled, you can do the next thing and recognise that that doesn't need to be perfect either. This striving for perfection is what is causing so many of us to feel stressed, to feel frazzled, to be exhausted, to keep moving one step closer to burnout every single day. And actually reclaiming our own passion, reclaiming our own power, reclaiming our own energy, setting those boundaries and doing what we want to do, doing the stuff that makes a difference, doing the stuff in the way that is best for us is one of those things that's going to make a difference. So let's talk values, personal values, business values. So as I said, I've just, I've just come off a, off a session as part of one of these coaching groups I'm in. And we were talking about, so this is specifically for female founders of organisations. And in today's session, it, it is about kind of vision and mission. Now, I've worked in HR, I've worked in corporate HR. Um, I've been supporting kind of SMEs and HR teams now oh, 25 years <laughs> Um, which, you know, if I've been doing it for 25 years, I can no longer say that I know I look 21. I definitely don't look, definitely don't look 21 anymore. But I've been doing this work for about 25 years, 25 years. And I've done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work around visions and missions and values and culture. I've done all of this stuff. But even after 25 years, today I have had this aha moment. Aha! Kind of light shone down on me like, ah, this is something, something new that you'd never thought of before. What I was taught today was that my business should not, they may be similar, but my business should not have my personal values. And I heard that, of course it should, right? It's my business. Why wouldn't my business have my personal values? But actually, my business isn't about me. My business is about my clients. My business exists because I want to banish burnout and change the world of work. My vision is about changing the world of work. My mission is about empowering HR leaders to be happy, healthy and high performance. My mission is about empowering HR leaders to create happy, healthy and high performing workplaces. That mission of empowering HR leaders to be happy, healthy and high performing enables the world of work to be changed. It allows my vision to be created. 
my personal values are about integrity, impact, courage and change. Now, I started my first business, well, almost 10 years ago. January 2014, I started my first business. In 2020, I started my second business, the business that I'm in now. I left my initial people and change consultancy that's still running. Now has a different focus. It's in different hands, but that is still running. My first business, I founded with my personal values. My second business I founded with my personal values. Integrity, impact, courage and change. But actually it's sometimes because of those values that I find myself continuing to push harder, to work more, To always deliver the very, very best that I can. But actually what I've been kind of taught, told today, and all of us in the group have, have had these mic drop moments of like, oh my God. My business values should not be, they can be similar to and aligned to my personal values. But my business isn't about me, it's about my clients. So actually the values within that are about empowerment. They are about mastery. It's still about courage. It's still about change. But actually it's about empowerment and mastery and courage and change. And each of my services, my different services, have different values, different value attached to them. So the HRABC, my membership, the Anti-Burnout Club, of which the, if anybody's interested, the Monday morning calls are going down so much better than I thought they would do. The messages that I received just after the first call a few weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, this is magic. But the values of that ABC are about community, empowerment and growth. My power-up event, the values attached to that are about empowerment and transformation and participation. The Changemaker Academy, the values attached to that are about performance and community and empowerment and mastery. And the one-to-one coaching, the values attached to that are about accountability and courage and curiosity. Some of those words may change, but the values of each of those, the value that sit behind each of those, they may be similar to my personal values. But what gave me this real aha moment was because in the toxic workplace that caused me to burn out, remembering toxic workplaces are still the number one cause of burnout. Within that organisation, my personal values 
integrity, impact, courage and change caused me to see that none of those things were within that organisation. There was no integrity at the exec level. The exec were not creating the right impact for the people within there. The exec did not have the courage to do the right thing. The exec did not have the courage to speak up or challenge. The exec did not want to be making change, making decisions. And because I wasn't seeing the integrity, I didn't see an exec team that were doing what was right for the people. I didn't see the exec team creating the impact that was necessary to create a people first organisation. I kept thinking that I had to be the integrity at that top level in order to create a people first organisation. And every day I was seeing acts of a lack of integrity. I was seeing fear or weakness, not courage. I was seeing stagnation, not change. I was seeing all of these things that were non-existent because they were my personal values. I wasn't seeing any of this stuff from taking place and I thought I needed to be the one to fix it. You may have heard me talk about my burnout before. Burnout is a slow burn. In the organisation that ultimately caused me to get to the point of burnout, my intuition, my gut feel on day one of joining this organisation that I had been headhunted for, an organisation of 4,000 people leading an HR team of 43, as at the time, according to the CIPD, the UK's youngest HR director... My gut on day one was saying to like, get out. Those first couple of hours within that organisation, alarm bells were ringing within my body and my mind. Like, get out, this is not the place for you, this is not the place for you, this is not the place for you. But I thought it's just first day nerves. Right, it's just first day nerves. Everybody feels like this, don't they? When they start a new job, don't be silly. And six months later... My gut is still saying, like, get out of this place. But I didn't. Because I thought I could change it. I thought I could influence and create change. I thought I could make the same positive impact in that organisation that I had within other organisations. There was a bit of ego that had got in the way. You know, I'd been headhunted to turn around this organisation so there was part of it, it's like, I can't give up, right? This is what I'm here for. I'm here for all this shit and all this crap. And, you know, I've got to be the one to make the difference. And then you recognise nobody could have turned around that organisation, not with the exec team that were in place, not with the behaviours that were in place. And I talk about the gap, and my, my latest book, Mind the Gap, the gap is about this gap that I talk about, the difference between who we really are at our core, who we are, 
and yet who we start presenting at. The bigger that gap between who we are and who we are presenting at, the bigger the gap there is for burnout to fill. And in this toxic, awful, crappy environment, I did recognise that I was starting to do a bit tit for tat. But I'd also kind of convinced myself, because I was already so close to burnout, I just thought, you know, I've got to join them at their own game. Right? This is how I'm going to create the impact. This is how I'm going to create the change. I'll play them at their own game. This is how I'll turn it all around. That wasn't me. So my own integrity and impact and courage and change were being called into question because of this organisation. But this realisation that I've been given today, that my business values are not my personal values, because the business is about my clients, has given me this aha moment of actually the things that were frustrating me most within that organisation were the lack of alignment of that exec team to my own values. Now, I know that the way in which the exec team were behaving, the values that were being displayed were also not aligned to the organisation values. But what I was doing was holding that exec team to account for my values, not the organisation values. This light bulb moment today has, sh- do you know what? They shouldn't, my business values shouldn't be the same as my personal values. So there may be crossover because these are things that are important to me. But actually, what values do my clients want? What values would convince a new client to say, do you know what? Kelly's a person that I want to work with. They don't have to be my values. And so I want you to, I suppose, consider today, if you're feeling frazzled, if you're seeing these gaps within colleagues in your organisation, are those gaps appearing because you are holding people to account based on your values? Or are you holding people to account in your organisation based on the organisation values? Because if it's on the organisation values, some of, you know, some, there was a research study done a few years ago, weren't there? I can't remember how many were the same, but it was something like, you know, things like uh, trust, honesty, communication, right? The amount of organisations that have those as, as their values was, I think, like in the thousands <laughs> across the world. And actually, there was nothing to differentiate, say, between Tesco's and Apple. I know they're completely different values. But it was like, actually, so many organisations use the same word, but we don't see them into play anymore. Now, if the organisations had been my values, right, integrity, impact, courage and change... I could have gone to that leadership team, so I'm not seeing your integrity. 
you're not acting with integrity, you're not communicating with integrity. This is what we have agreed are the organisational values. This is how we need to be upliving them. This is what we need to be displaying. This is how we need to be acting and behaving. This is what is expected of us as an exec team. This is what's expected of us as a board. Could have said this is what's listed here. But I'm sat wondering today whether some of the, my own stress that I was causing for myself was because I was holding that exec team to my own personal values. And maybe their values were completely different. Maybe they'd not ever even really thought about their own personal values. Maybe that's what was causing some of the disconnect. Getting my one-to-one coaching, I start with everybody asking the question, who are you? Because I believe that when we know who we are and we live and lead from our core self, for me, that's when we become authentic. And again, that's a word that we bash around so much at the moment, isn't it? We talk about authentic leadership without genuinely knowing what it means. But for me, it is absolutely living and leading from your core self, from who you really are. That's what makes it authentic. It doesn't mean that you and I need to be carbon copies of the same leadership. It doesn't mean we need to be carbon copies of the same tick list of leadership values or leadership behaviours. Authentic is how I lead in the very best way that I lead. Authentic is about how you lead in the very best way. Um, So for me, integrity is really important. It's about, for me, it is doing and saying the right thing, even when nobody's looking. That, for me, is the integrity. I don't want to see you saying or doing one thing in public and doing something completely different behind closed doors. But where potentially are you feeling frazzled, stressed, edging closer to burnout because you're holding everybody else to your values? Now, actually, it doesn't matter to me, although, you know, I'm very much drawn to the energy of other people and we may have some shared values. Maybe... Our values are very aligned, but you may call them something different. Mine are by personal impact, integrity, courage and change. But actually for my business, it is about empowerment. It is about mastery. It is about courage. It is about change. But are you feeling frazzled because you're holding other people to your values? Whereas actually, for me, my personal values impact integrity, courage and change. As long as I'm doing those things, it shouldn't matter what anybody else is doing. 
But if my organisation values are about empowerment, mastery, courage and change, and my team and I do not ensure that what we are delivering or offering uphold those organisation values, then there is a disconnect. But if I'm holding you to my values, impact, integrity, courage and change, and you're trying to work to my organisation values of empowerment, mastery, courage and change, somewhere there is a disconnect. If you are living and leading by your own values, you will become less stressed. If you are living and leading out of alignment with your own values, you will become more stressed. But if you continue to hold everybody else to your values when they may be living and leading from their own values, the only person that's going to end up stressed in that situation is you. Now, of course, not everybody is living and leading to their values. Many of us are living and leading at the moment through fear, through worry, through necessity. Many people at the moment are at stress and burnout and exhaustion and fear, and panic, and worry. Many people are just struggling to get through every single day. When I start working with people one-to-one, and we start with this question, who are you? Many don't know how to answer it, because they've never been asked who they are before, or they're at a crossroads in their life, and they no longer know who they are. Or they're coming through burnout and they want to be who they were, but they recognise that that person no longer exists. So the who are you question can be a really difficult one for us. But I want to I want to invite you today, encourage you today to get really clear on your values. But ask yourself the question, are you holding everybody else to your own values? And how much stress is that causing you? Because for me today, this kind of light bulb moment has been a kind of, I was holding a toxic exec team to my own values. If I had been holding them to the company values, I may have more quickly decided this is not the workplace for me. Now, I was already edging towards burnout by the time I would have had that that recognition. And all I was trying to do at the time was just make the biggest impact that I could possibly make for the rest of that people within the organisation. Burnout's a bugger. You don't see it coming and then one day it just smacks you in the face. I know that who I was at the point that I got to burnout, was not who I really am. I know that. But the situation, the toxic environment, everything that I was trying to do, the, the, the unmanageable stress levels that I, was, that I was going into, the chronic levels of stress that I was facing with, I was purely in survival mode. But if different values 
are causing you more stress and moving you towards being more frazzled, away from being fabulous and towards more burnout and stress and exhaustion and tiredness, I want you to take a step back. The only person really that you can hold to your own personal values is you. Other people will have their own values and it's for them to hold themselves to account for their own values. My business does not have to have the same values as me as a person because it's not about me, it's about my clients. Your organisation, whether it's one that you work in, one that you work with or one that you own or run yourself, does not need to have the same values as you. But that doesn't mean that your values don't matter. We can have aligned values. We can have similar values. But I don't need to hold anybody else to account for my values. And you don't need to hold anybody else to account for your values. Just yourself. I'm going to leave you with that one for today. I hope that's all made sense. If it hasn't, let me know. <laughs> but I'm going to say thank you very much. Thank you for continuing to listen. I'll be back with another episode of Frazzled again next week at 8am. I am going to say goodbye. Have an amazing week and I'll be back with you again very, very soon. Take care for now. Have a great day. Bye bye.